0: The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Lady love. Lady love. Ready for part two? I'm ready. So, what do you think so far? I'm intrigued by May. Are you? Yeah. She's an independent woman, lady love. Oh, yeah. Independent woman. (laughs) And I dig it. I really do. I don't know. I am almost said that she didn't have kids, but also, you know, that's everyone's own personal choice. Yeah. You know, she was super focused on her career and that's what made her successful. So I get it. I get it. And I still think it's funny that she told Frank <laughs> to keep that shit down. Frank, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Will you marry me? Yes. But tell no one. <laughs> It's a secret. Like, I love you, but don't you dare <laughs> tell another living soul. Because I will deny it, Frank. I will deny it. Like, you do imagine being married to that person. I know. Like, fuck, man. <laughs> you love me so much, but you can't even tell people that we're married. I know. She's like, I'm not claiming you. Yeah. Like, damn, babe, but love you. <laughs> Low key. <laughs> kind of, sort of, not really. Just shh. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I respect it. That's big dick energy for sure. Oh, yeah. She's got the biggest of dickest of energies. <laughs> I dig it, lady, love. I can't wait to see what happens. Do you have any idea on what you think is going to happen? I'm going to be quite honest. I can't really remember where we dropped off. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it legitimately has been like a solid week. And it was, you know, the spaciness of it. My general you know early onset dementia <laughs> and <laughs> other things that kill my brain cells uh, you know they love it almost seems like an eternity ago well i guess i'll explain was it. that on saturday did we do it on saturday? I was gonna say, it wasn't a week it was like a couple days <laughs> god that's even worse oh god now people now people see now they know <laughs> how terrible oh it's gonna be bad for me at the end late love i'm not gonna know who the fuck i am it's okay oh i so sad I, I gotta keep working on puzzles i know you know I, that uh gotta add that to like my vision board of 2021 i know oh uh, okay sorry so give me a little refresh well first <laughs> i'm courtney and i'm cat and this is wine, wine wicked, wicked crimes and, and cat moms mom, oh my mom. <laughs> give you our refresh how yes. about you introduce our signature wine of the week Ooh, Ease. for this week we're gonna do lovejoy chateau buffalo urban winery cidery do you know such a thing there was such a thing as a cidery a what cidery i'm assuming they have amazing sideries as well oh i did not know that was a thing first time i see that maybe we should take a trip here <laughs> right it's super cute this is like a frosted i'm assuming it's pink yeah it looks like a kinky bottle yeah like a nice cute kinky bottle with a bunch of cute little buffaloes on the bottom and it's a new york state oh it's a rosé wine hey (laughs) i dig rosés i think this one will be good i think it'll be a lot better than last week's <laughs> i don't know if you noticed but last week's wine is still sitting on my grill outside i was leaving the one day and i was like oh it's outside that's not gonna get drank <laughs> no it's not. no one's gonna <laughs> drink that but you know what i don't blame you with love it was least least favorite so far it wasn't sweet it wasn't bitter it wasn't sour mm-hmm. it was just wine yeah and that you know sure that's that's cool, yeah, it's not like I'm some kind of that can tell you that you can smell the chestnutty flavors or anything, oh, for sure, but I can say that my taste buds were not happy, yeah, in no way, shape or form are we like wine critics, I guess we're just yeah, we're just we like to drink it, <laughs> you know, but last week we we definitely recommend not drinking, yes. <laughs> But I have I have high hopes for this, so. mm mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they love. Okay. Well. Give me the recap. And <laughs> I love that this is a twist off. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, last week they had that cork, it got stuck. Oh, <laughs> like, oh, thank god I did this before the episode because this is just I know. Ridiculous. I don't know. You can like hear it when we're recording the <laughs> squeak, squeak, squeak. <laughs> the struggle. <laughs> Okay, so where we left off, a police vice squad raided Daly's 63 Street Theater on February 21st, 1927, Mm -hmm. and arrested May and all of the cast members who performed in her play, Sex. Mm. So basically last week, we went over her child life. That's right. She had her sexual... Theatre yeah, performance. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, it's coming back. It's good it's with me. Yeah. We went through her childhood, mm-hmm. her sassy young teen years, mm-hmm. her marriage and denial of marriage of Frank. Mm-hmm. No <laughs> can forget. And then her slow, like, rise into fame, pretty much. Awesome. So the theater had been sold out for that night's performance and basically every night that it was performed since its debut. Mm-hmm. May was 34 years old at this time, and while the cops were forcing her into their black paddy wagon, the paparazzi took as many photos as possible and yelled a bunch of questions. Wow! They were all shocked at the show being closed down. Mm-hmm. It was where it was rare for something like this to happen, but during the prohibition, quote unquote, moral reformists were gaining more and more control of the citizens' rights. So, wow! Oh yeah. But I mean, Moral reformists. Yeah, but the Prohibition was also when they were, like, trying to ban liquor. And, I know. Speakeasies, love Speakeasies. Like, that's what I'm saying. Don't you love, like, the terribleness that the Prohibition caused? Because during the Rona times, the first thing they said was, we're not going to close the liquor stores. Because <laughs> it would have been a riot. They were deemed essential. Do you know how many people I think would have been in the hospital detoxing? Oh, many. That's, it's, is Carry them out. Mm-hmm. So it's a good thing that they kept it open because, you know, what we were talking about the other day. It's amazing that alcohol is still legal, and the long term effects on you are horrendous. Oh yeah, alcohol is way worse for you than like weed is, and weed's still considered a Schedule One drug. Yeah, it's like your arteries get clogged, your brain turns to mush. You know. Yeah. It's very terrible. You go to shit. <laughs> you do. It, like, ages you. Your skin yeah. starts to look all leathery. And- yeah. Oh. It's also terrible for your teeth. If you drink and you don't brush your teeth, fun fact, brush your teeth after you're done drinking. Because <laughs> the alcohol actually seeps into the gums and it, like, destroys the strength. Oh. So that's why, like, heavy alcoholics that don't, like, brush their teeth and stuff and floss, they lose their teeth at a young age because their gums no longer have the strength to, like, hold on to your teeth. Look like... It makes you fall apart. Yeah. But you can do it every day if you want to. I know. It's like meth, but legal. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, meth destroys your teeth. Meth makes you look old. Yeah. Yeah. Meth makes you bone the ugly guy in the bar. Ew. But <laughs> well, so does liquor, I guess. Well, that's what I'm saying. Comparisons, you know. Oh, okay. Eek. <laughs> meth is just such an extreme. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Lebo. <Lilo. laughs> We're going all the way south. I, well, that's the first thing I could think of when it came to teeth. <laughs> I was just thinking of, like... I guess that's fair. Joe Exotic and that one tooth that he had, like... Oh, my God. His, his husband with uh, one tooth in the front. I wonder how that guy's doing. Well, he has teeth now, so much better. But want to try to smile, like, Fair. Fair. Okay. I'm just saying... He must have had a good chunk of money if at the beginning of their documentary mm-hmm. he had no teeth, or well, he had one tooth, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then at the end of the documentary he's got like a full set of perfect dentures oh, yeah, and shit. That's right in that uh, in that reunion. Oh yeah, that when he came up, he looked like Brian from Family Guy. Yeah, where he gets like the fake teeth and he plays a other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Okay. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Cheers, love Cheers, Lila. Much better. better. Yeah. Do you get a peachy taste out of it or is it maybe because I'm drinking coffee? Mm. I do get a sweetness, but I don't know if it's peachy. It is. It smells good.
1: Mm-hmm. It is
0: sweet. It's cute. It's like a pink. It looks almost a magenta color in this glass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's basically the same color as Kinky too. We also felt this bottle was appropriate because, you know, Valentine's Day is coming up and it's got a bunch of hearts and shit on the cover, so. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you buy yourself flowers, it don't matter because, bitch, at least you can still afford flowers for yourself. do Love, Wegmans has um, chocolate dip i know i was looking at them and i was like they're so expensive though you know how you always tell me i could just make it for cheaper lady love i know i could just make it for cheaper but you know we're going to Weggies anyways <gasps> fuck it we'll get the chocolate devs stop? going to taco tuesday yeah we'll have a lady love date night <laughs> we haven't had a date night in so long we really? love. wow it's been so long i know oh okay oh wow i digress i digress we we got off topic we got super after. I know. I almost forgot we were recording for a second. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Okay. Sorry. May. <laughs> May. They were trying to take it down. They, loved, they were haters. I know. Fucking reformists. Fuck, fuck them. them. All of them. I agree. Fuck them all. It never works. So there were people known as censors who got rid of, like, anything that they deemed obscene or immoral. Did you mean they got rid of, like, they burn it? No, they would just, like, ban it from being allowed. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you meant, like, to destroy physically for some reason. Oh, I'm sure it's, like, some Fahrenheit 451 shit. I'm sure there there has been. Come on. <laughs> I don't know why my mind went there. Okay, sorry. Okay. Back, back to the topic. <laughs> so, bad bitch May. she was pissed about this whole situation, but she was also not into, like, people telling her what to do. So she promised herself that no matter what they said that they were going to do to her, she was not going to close down the show. Because fuck them. Mm. Go to hell, all of you. Exactly. And at this time period, a woman being like, fuck you and fuck you and "A fucked your mama. <laughs> like, So go fuck off. <laughs> exactly. She was like the Heidi Fleiss of <laughs> the theater. She better get it. Mm-hmm. So when she got to the police station, they gave her an ultimatum. She can shut down the show and go home, or she can go to trial for her obscenity charge. Take me to trial. That's literally what it was. <laughs> Take me to trial. You think I care? Prove it. <laughs> Prove it, motherfucker. <laughs> how the trial go? Well, uh, we get there. Uh, uh, I don't want to jump ahead. Uh, okay, okay, okay. It's funny, though. Like, the trial is actually fucking hilarious. So she, of course, gave them a big fuck you. She paid her bail and told them that she'd see them in court. See you motherfuckers. I know. In court. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, May. You see like Judge Judy. Dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so part of the reason that she refused shutting down her show was for her right to free speech. Because she can have a woman on stage fucking 20 guys if she wanted to. And it shouldn't matter because it's her artistic views. Yeah. I get it. I respect it. And she also knew that getting arrested alone would get the paper's attention, and a trial would make the show's popularity hit astronomical heights. Mm-hmm. Because the reason the show even got popular to begin with is because critics were trying to shit on her show, and then it made everybody want to come watch it. Yep. Even, like, a negative review is still a review. Exactly. It put the name in somebody's ears. Any publicity is good publicity. There we go. That's what I was trying to get at. Yeah. Oof, thank the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> She was most definitely right, because when she was awaiting trial, sex ran for another whole month, and it was sold out every night. The show officially closed in March 1927, after almost a year on Broadway. You better get it, Mae. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't know why she was the first one to think of this shit. Everybody likes sex. (laughs) I don't know if she was the first one to think of it. She was probably the first one to have the balls to execute it, like... That's what makes it better, is that it was a woman that did it the first time. Like, yeah. hmm. Sucker. It was me. I did that. I had the uh-huh. balls to do it. That was me. Exactly. Ooh, pardon me. That was all me. <laughs> you know? Mm hmm. She knew what was up. So, even though they say, like, women aren't very sexual beings or whatever the fuck, in every category, I want to say, when there is a woman that's interested in the subject, she is into Wested. Mm hmm. Like, Mae was into sex so she showed How it much to the of a world fleek do you think she was oh i feel like what was a week back in those days i'm sure a week back in those days was like wearing fucking a low-cut top <laughs> you're right i feel like if i was born in these days i would have been oh, burned God. at the stake as a witch uh, uh, take her take her away she is constantly exposing her midriff. <laughs> i know <laughs> inconceivable yeah you would have been and the hair colors they love Ooh, oh i know they would have taken you a long time ago <laughs> oh. long time ago oh that's scary yeah. all right they would have threw water on me about- oh, dude, I like- <laughs> yeah i think again, holy water would have i know you. Ah. Oh, i'm burning <laughs> oh gosh yeah i mean i guess okay okay me. And on April 19th, 1927, when May, at 34, walked into court, mm-hmm. she was dressed to impress. Yeah. Yep. So she strutted into court, all sexy like, hey. in a gigantic fur coat and an adorable bucket hat. And she spoke to the judge and everyone else in her deep, sexy, like, I'm ready for my close up, Mr. DeMille voice. Oh, there am I. And literally everything she said was, like, spicy and sounded like a sexual innuendo. Wow. So she was trying very hard to piss them off. And her jury, of course, was a group of all-white guys. (laughs) I bet you some of them thought it was hot, though. Somebody thought it was hot. Oh, yeah. It won somebody over. You know, they love... I really think, like, any man can be fooled by, like, a beautiful woman. Oh, for sure. Pussy power is a thing. Yeah. And, you know, she, she went in there with that big dick energy and she fucking spread it all over these dudes <laughs> and guess what they love oh she looks cute they were all about it oh yeah <laughs> they were all about it i don't want to hear it if may was offering to give up the cheeks they're not gonna be like i'll pass you pass yeah what the fuck you pass who says i'll pass right she looks very cute I like how it's black. It's cute. It is. It's very like. Fingers crossed, it's not real fur. I'm sure it was real fur back in the day. Come on, <laughs> she had like a full chinchilla jacket. I know. Peter would have been after that ass. Absolutely, so luscious, so furry. Mm-hmm. Looks good. I know. I would say it looked comfortable. Oh yeah. You know how warm that probably is too. Oh, not that I condone skinning animals for coats. No, not at all. But don't come get us, Peter. I know <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we're animal lovers we have cats i didn't even let dev kill a mouse oh my god even though my girls did it <laughs> they love i was gonna say nature took care of that one. <laughs> natural food chain or whatever the fuck it is Did just you know it did you a favor mm-hmm. i am fearful of the day that lucius finds a fucking rat well i'm fucking fearful of it like that's that's partially the reason why i won't let him go up to the attic i don't even go up to the attic <laughs> i'm not gonna let him go up there i think he's interested you know how he's all comfortable and fucking talking and shit now oh yeah i think he's like what's up there and i'm like no oh just let him up there he'll see a bat and run right back down oh lady love (laughs) or what if he sees a bat and brings it back down i know no dude's a punk but i don't know sometimes he'd be switching on me have you heard his meow oh he's he's (laughs) it's like a squeak you know i wondered if he would grow out of it but he's definitely over one yeah no and it's still a squeak. I was going to say, Farty's got a huskier voice than him. And- oh, Farty. Yeah, she does. <laughs> yeah, both the girls actually have a, a huskier voice than Lucius. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with my Lulu? Oh, my God, my baby. He's such a little punk. <laughs> He's a little baby. He's soft-spoken. That's all. I try to harden him up, though. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Can't let him be soft, Layla. <laughs> Gotta defend himself. From what? <laughs> <laughs> the shadows in the apartment. <laughs> I don't know. Like I just I can't have a pussy kitty. You know what I mean? <laughs> he is a pussy cat. I know. It's okay, oh man, god, he's like, a what if there was a mouse, there's a 50/50 50, 50 chance that he may or may not hunt it. <laughs> hey. We'll see what happens. Maybe it'll be like Tom and Jerry. Oh. <laughs> They'll be constantly outwitted by the mouse. Yeah. They love that. that's not good. I didn't say it was good. I, I just said fucking... it was funny. <laughs> I don't want to fucking be okay. Never mind. We're getting off topic again. I'm sorry, but I don't want to be like habitant habitant. I don't want inhabitant of a rat. I'd much rather have him kill it, and then I would call you guys. I know okay. <laughs> because. You know I would not be able to cope with oh, my I know. existence. <laughs> nor be in this apartment. I know. So you would have slept downstairs for like a week. I would gladly exist somewhere else easily. <laughs> Rent a hotel room? Sure. I don't know. It's fine. Fu- I it's just fu- wouldn't be here. <laughs> it's okay. Let, 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 we'll get there. Right now we gotta worry about getting the demon out of your apartment. Oh, God. Don't say that. <laughs> There's nothing here. <laughs> Layla, keep saying that. Okay, I know. <laughs> I was gonna come fuck with you. I know. <laughs> Ooh. So... The prosecution... At 45 minutes yet? No, we're at 21. Although, after I said that yesterday, as soon as I turned the fucking laptop on, you could hear the noise, like, a couple minutes in. And I was like, God damn it! Really? Yeah. And it's only, like, once in the episodes all the time. It'll be, like, randomly weird-ass noise. But, okay. So, the prosecution's argument was that her material was immoral and obscene. And, obviously, de- the defense was that she had a right to free speech. Mm-hmm. Well, all the crotchety old white guys found her guilty. (laughs) Of course. Oh, yeah. All of them. They were crotchety. They found her guilty. (laughs) Oh, yeah. They're like, fuck the bitch. (laughs) Damn, homie. That's how you feel? So the judge told her that she could either pay a $500 fine Mm. and wash her hands of it, or she could pay nothing and go to the workhouse, which is jail, for 10 days. Oh. Can you guess what she chose? Jail, yeah, Lock me up, motherfuckers. You ain't getting my hard-earned money. Mm-hmm. And she ten could, days, ten days. They love. That's, that's what, what I'm saying. i with six months. Exactly, especially because five hundred dollars. That's a nice lot of to money for nineteen twenty-seven. Oh yeah, it's a fucking recession. What do you mean five hundred dollars? Well, I she mean, had the money, but but still, yeah, I get it to be spiteful. Ten days. I will say I can deal with ten days. Come on. Well, she chose the slammer, and she was found guilty of obscenity and corrupting the youth. And corrupting was... the youth <laughs> yes. I didn't even know that was like a uh, charge I guess it was back then I bet, I bet it still is now it probably is corrupting the youth that's hilarious okay what else was she charged with uh, well that was it and she was sentenced to 10 days at the workhouse however she was only actually there for 8 days because she got out 2 days early for good behavior <laughs> you think she was you know somebody No, no. The warden, her and the warden became friends, but he would take her out with his wife and stuff. Everybody loved her because she was a star. So it was more or less she was a celebrity, so whatever. Ah, okay, okay. And because she was famous, she got all kinds of special treatments. After she was sentenced, she actually tried to get a limo to take her to the prison so that all her fans could watch her in, like, the procession. But she couldn't get a limo because there wasn't anybody there to, like, change the rules for her at the moment or had the authority to. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. So she settled for driving alone in the wagon. With mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's funny. And when she got to the prison, she refused to wear the standard issue prison panties. Oh, God. Yeah, she argued with the warden, saying that she preferred wearing her silk undergarments, and he obliged her. That's hilarious. <laughs> silk undergarments, are they really that comfortable? I don't know. I'm Poe, so I can't afford silk undergarments. I, want, I wonder what silk sheets are like. I do wonder that, but at the same time, I feel like it would be too much. Like, I'd be worried about snagging them all the time. Because you know how silk is, like. Oh, I didn't think about that. I would think, I was just thinking about how slippery it would be. It would be comfy. It would be cold. Mm. I'm sure it's comfortable. That'd be nice. Egyptian silk or whatever the fuck they call it. Ooh, that sounds nice. That's fancy. If this bitch walked into a courthouse with a fur coat on, I know she has some fucking Egyptian silk or something yeah oh you're right i didn't even think about that Mm -hmm. or she's got that like that good like chinese silk where it's like spun from like a fucking caterpillar or some shit what the fuck yeah there's like a silk in an asian culture where like they get it from the spinning of like a certain bug or something yeah i want to say it's a caterpillar but i'm not sure that is amazing or a spider maybe a spider it's that something got love you know i don't dig that it's something <laughs> some kind of insect ish oh. creature that shoots shit out of its body oh god okay back to the story <laughs> so the warden also gave her her own room and she got to work at his home instead of in like the actual prison and he'd take her out with him at night with him and his wife for like dinners and stuff. i bet they were swinging with her I mean, love. it could be, (laughs) (laughs) if it is, I hope so. I hope so. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. She did have a nice rack. (laughs) That's a huge rack. Mm -hmm. And she was famous. Mm. And she was famous. Oh yeah. And she was probably a freak too. Oh, she had to be a freak. Whatever. She was busting it open for both of them. I know. That's what these dinners were. May invented the twerk, yes. and no one knows it. <laughs> <laughs> she in- she invented the reverse cowboy. Oh God! <laughs> oh man, she but be- I mean, hey, more power to her. She better get it. Mm hmm. What you do after she, you know, use some of that pussy power? Well, all the inmates also loved her because she was famous and banging people in there too. <laughs> Looking all those two things. Oh my god. <laughs> Lick a tongue. Go <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> She's like buried underneath a bunch of petticoats. Like <laughs> oh, <God.
1: laughs> oh god. Oh god. yeah,
0: man. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right for the time, I guess. <laughs> it's hard work though, Late Love. It's right, sweaty underneath there. Oh. And I know they didn't wax back then. You're right. Do you think they had razors so they can shave or They had to have razors to shave. In the 1920s? For sure. Something had to happen. There's no way. Imagine how much full-on bush there would be. Oh. It's Uh, so gross. uh, I never understand why people think that's okay. Listen, I don't care if you want to, like, grow it out, whatever. But, like, if it hits a point where it's, like, curling outside of your underwear and it looks like you got an afro instead of a vagina... I think that you should do a little trimming. I'm not saying you got to be completely baby butt naked all the time. Whatever. You want to grow some hair? Grow some hair. Or at least corn roll that bitch. Something. (laughs) braid it, Twisties. Ew. Twisties. (laughs) (laughs) Something. You know how much hair you need to have for that? I mean, I guess that's a decent amount. If it's coming out of the underwear, it's definitely enough to twist. I mean, if nobody's seeing it, that's one thing. If somebody's got to see it. I mean, some people are into that, though. I mean, you've seen some of our friends and their fucking hairy girlfriends. I have seen that. I have with my own eyes, and I'm like... I'll never forget that day that the hair was, like, glimmering off that uh, one chick's armpits. Like, in the sun. my God. It was like she had, like, glitter underneath her. It It was, like, sparkling. You know what annoyed me? (laughs) It wasn't even hair underneath the arm. It was hair everywhere. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like what am i doing wrong <laughs> <laughs> that you know i'm not trying to judge i get it you know respect some people she like was hair. straight out there with hair everywhere and you're right some people do like hair So more power to her yeah but damn bro that was a lot of hair it was a lot of hair everywhere Everywhere. It if you know what would be ironic though if she like waxed so I know I don't see that. I mean if she did, she waited a long time because she had longer <laughs> leg hair than Devin. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just you. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Whatever. Do we just own? I don't judge. <laughs> oh gosh, I'm sorry. Okay. So Back on topic. <laughs> even with all the privileges that she had, the experience changed her views and made her appreciate her own life even more than she already did. Aww. So she decided that when she got out, she would do something to make the prison life better for the women that are there. Mm. When she did get out of prison, Liberty Magazine asked Maya if they could interview her about her experience in the Slammer for $1,000. Wow. Well, back in the day, that was the equivalent of $15,000 today. Wow, shit. I'll give you an interview, Liberty Magazine. I'll do it for just a regular $1,000 today. Right. Help us this out. Damn. I have to pay off a credit card. Um. Right? God, don't talk about that. Don't even get me started <laughs> Oh, adulting goals. I know. So join our Patreon. Um. <laughs> Please. I know you can spend the $5. I know you spent it at Tim Hortons. I know you buy your co-worker a coffee. I buy my co-worker's coffee all the time. We do it for each other. Mm-hmm. You can imagine that you can spend those $5 on us. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're pop. Pu- okay. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Love you, bye. So she agreed and donated all the money that she got to the prison to start a library for the women's prisoners. Nice. But that's all she did. Oh. After the donation, the warden asked her to come and visit the women to, like, boost morale, and she never got around to doing it. Oh, well, you know, May strikes me as the type of person that is all about moving forward. Yeah. You know, burn your bridges, move forward type of deal. And she's just, you know, she only had herself in mind. So after she conquered that bridge, got over it, you know, mm-hmm. did, did a good deed for it. She was done. Like, see you later, warden. Yeah, and that's basically how it was. I don't, I don't have time to boost morale. Give you bitches a library. Tell mm-hmm. them to go read a book. <laughs> you know what i mean i don't yeah. know <laughs> i'm trying to bust it open on stage right now right pretty much all the information that i got i got from a podcast podcast that i listened to called mm-hmm. the female criminals about her mm-hmm. and like they go into the psychology of certain criminals and they basically said the same thing that like may had the mentality that like she did something so that one thing that she did was enough yeah i get you may you donated a library girl that's what i'm saying fifteen thousand that's a lot isn't that smart thing no nah. And you gave it up just like that. Respect. I Here for it. it. Mm-hmm. So May's career after prison continued on an upward slope after a small hiccup, which was May wrote a play called "The Drag" in 1926. Okay, it was a comedy about a man that was in the closet, and the whole cast was actually gay. Oh, <laughs> so you can imagine in the 1920s how people felt about gay people. It was wasn't it illegal to be gay back then? Um, no, it wasn't illegal. I think they considered it immoral. It was illegal, like, in the 70s. It was. Yeah. So, I think sometime when gay awareness started becoming more known, that's when it kind of became illegal. Mm, okay. So, okay. That's crazy. So, people shunned it because of the all-gay everywhere. Of course they did. And there were scenes with drag queens. Yay. Hey. <laughs> and people were like clutching their pearls (laughs) and the show only ran for two weeks in New Jersey and she ended up not taking it to Broadway wow I can imagine that it didn't have an easy road there so no but come on drag queens are the best I would have fucking went to see that show they are the titties indeed they love the Mm. titties indeed the things that I see drag queens do in heels I am just impressed their makeup alone you know that's a lot It's a lot of commitment. Mm Mm-hmm. Respect to the drag queens because... Especially when they're, like, taping their balls and they are got to, like, tuck it. Yeah. That's a lot of work, putting on fake titties. Every day that I do my cat eye, I'm pretty sure it's slanted, but I just go with it. Mm Mm-hmm. And they have impeccable makeup. Oh, they do. (laughs) And I can barely get a lot. I know. And I've been doing it since high school, but, you know, yet here I am with a fucking slanted... You know, I don't know, but... I'm in the same boat. You know? Every day I stand there in the mirror and I'm like, It's fucked up. I I I'm see like, it. Dad does this look even? And it's then he like stands there. Yeah. It's okay. No, it looks uneven. Well, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> However, on April 9th, 1928, mm-hmm. May Bounce back when her third play it's translated to Diamond Lil, but the actual oh. name of it is Aramant Lil, which I'm guessing means diamond. Okay. But we'll we'll go with diamond, Lil. Came out. As in classic May fashion, this play was also about bumping uglies. Uh Uh-huh. Bumping (laughs) uglies. I love it. Well, this time she approached the subject with much more sophistication as to not end up in the clink again. Mm Mm-hmm. This play was about a 1890s saloon singer with connections to the underground through her powerful sugar daddy. Hey. Mm-hmm. Damn. I want a powerful, powerful sugar daddy. Sugar daddy. <laughs> yeah. And May is like the star in all of these, so you know how she's playing it. Yeah. Ooh. It had the same kind of play off of like female sexuality, power, sex, and pleasure. So the play was super successful and attracted a much more like mainstream audience. Okay. With its fancy and glamorous costumes and Ooh. elegant air. Hey. And of course, May was hilarious. Uh huh. She put on a hell of a performance, and this is one of her most significant roles. Okay. It gave her the persona that she is remembered for today. Oh. Which is a sexy, strong, ahead-of-her-time woman who isn't afraid to poke a little fun at herself. Hmm. That's cute. That was a quote. (laughs) That's cute. This is also the play that she delivered her infamous line, quote, Why don't you come up and see me sometime? Hey. I think she said that to, like, Some guy that was in the military or something in the play. I didn't know that was her line. I never knew that was her line. Mm Mm-hmm. So 35 and living her best life, May decided to hop right back in and try salvaging the play The Drag. hmm So she reworked it into a play called The Pleasure Man. Okay. Trying to get it on Broadway. Was it still the same concept? Well, she changed the lead to A Straight Man and made it a murder mystery. Oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. I like murder mystery. I would be all about murder mystery. Yeah. It was Carnal Mustard in the library with the yeah. candlestick. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite Golden Girls episode is the one where they do the murder mystery in the little weekend getaway. And Dorothy it. figures it all out. Yeah. Oh. Okay, back to the story. Sorry. So she did make it a murder mystery, but she used a lot of the same characters and scenes from the drag, including the drag ball. Okay. Which, a drag ball. I would fucking love that. A drag ball looks like... So much fun. I told you late love, I was like obsessed with that one TV show on HBO. Podes? Oh. No. You were watching a different one. I know I was watching Pose. It was on FX and that shit was the days indeed. Mm-hmm. They can move like crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and in heels. I would have broken ankle. Listen, I'm surprised I've never twisted an ankle just wearing heels. Oh, I'm sure I have. They wear these fucking, you've seen them. Mm-hmm. These bitches be flipping, doing all that crazy shit, falling Falling on on the the ground. ground. (laughs) Getting back up with Mm -mm. one leg. I know. I'm like, oh God, (laughs) I can barely get up with two legs and two arms. (laughs) I can barely do yoga. (laughs) And here you are throwing yourself on the floor, but good for you, good for you. (laughs) (laughs) So she was one of the only writers trying to let drag queens and the gay community be seen at all. That's awesome. Yeah, but she wasn't doing it to be an activist or anything. It was just because she wanted to be different and drag was very different. Oh, okay. So, like, it's cool, but it's not like she was, like... An activist. Yeah. Okay. So, The Pleasure Man premiered on Broadway while Mae was playing the lead role in her other play, Diamond Lil. Okay. Due to her very well-known trial and arrest, Mae was under constant scrutiny by the censorship committee. Mm. They didn't like the drag, so that's why, well, that's another reason that she ended up turning it into the Pleasure Man, mm-hmm. because she thought the changes would be enough and that, you know, they would yeah. let it be. Yeah, stay away. Well, she was wrong. Nobody lets up. No, they they hate her. So. Back in the day, you know, you were a major star. You were a major star. Yeah. No, they're not. Mm-mm. Everybody knew. So like, why would they let up on her? Exactly. Well, the cops raided the show on opening night and arrested 60 cast members. Damn. When May found out, she bailed them all out and figured the arrest would be just more publicity. Yeah. Publicity? <laughs> publicity. I know. My tongue is not working today. I don't know. It's okay, then that's been a what, couple weeks. It has been a couple <laughs> weeks. <laughs> So, a few days later, she tried to run the show again, and the cops raided it and arrested all of the cast members again. No way. hmm That's just annoying now. I know. I'd be pissed. And May's bailing all these motherfuckers out. 60 people? That's a lot. Well, so she ran out there and bailed them out again. Wow. And she ended up being forced to close down the show because the cops threatened to arrest her and not charge only her, but the whole cast of indecency. Damn. Yeah. Which, that's fucked up. you going to blame all of them? I know. Like, they're just trying to work, bro. Right. <laughs> and you're going to blame all of them? I exactly. Give the poor people a break. Rude as fuck. Right. But that's what happens. Old, crotchety white guys. I know. Yeah, you're right. The it's- crotchety white people. Like, they're just fucking terrible. <laughs> Skittles. I, mean- <laughs> I don't want to taste no rainbows. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, bro. That's how you feel? <laughs> Rude. All right. <laughs> so she was fine going to jail again. But she couldn't let her cast go, too, so she Mm -hmm. agreed to their demands reluctantly. Damn. But good for me. She she did the cool thing. She did the right thing. I mean, it is the right thing to, like, not let your cast go down with the ship, but come on, bro. Like, that's annoying. Yeah, just leave me the fuck alone. Like, (laughs) I I get it, but also, leave me alone. I served my eight days. Fuck off. Yeah, and I got off on good behavior, so fuck you. (laughs) However, she didn't really have much time to dwell on it. Because soon after yeah, okay. Tilly, her mom, <gasps> was diagnosed with terminal liver cancer. Oh no! Yeah. Poor May, she was probably heartbroken. Well, May knew about the cancer, but Tilly kept the fact that she was terminal <gasps> a secret from her. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah, that's fucked up. Man, so what happened? She didn't surprise die on her, did she? Kind of. Oh God, no. So, well, Tilly didn't want to tell May because she'd be devastated and lose focus on her career. Oh my. God, which her my mom, mom was all about her career. Yeah, she was. But I mean, she wanted to be a strong, independent woman. Yeah. Oh man, you to depend on no manes? I know. Mom was that man. Mm-hmm. That was a mama, mama, mom. I know. She said they were like soulmates. Yeah, I remember that. That's amazing. I mean, I guess you had a kitten, obviously you'd love them that much. That, that's probably something to take into consideration. Yeah, that's very true. Especially since you've groomed them their entire life to be, like, mm-hmm. independent. Yeah. So it makes sense. And I can see a lot of people do that, where they don't want to, like, tell you something's wrong with them. Mm-hmm. So May not knowing that her mother would not recover was convinced that Tilly could beat the cancer through positive thinking. Aww. I mean. That's cute. It is cute, but ooh, cancel. canceled. Yeah. Can't, can't, yeah, you know, you know, positive thinking of something, but not everything. Yeah. That's really sad. I know. It, it hurts my soul. For sure. So she tried taking her mother out on shopping trips or anything else that she thought would make Tilly feel better. Mm -hmm. And every time Tilly would be too weak to go, even though she did want to. So instead, May had went to all her favorite stores and bought her two of every dress that she thought her mother would like, Aww. a small one for while she was sick, and one in her normal size for when she got better. Oh my gosh. Mm. I can't. My heart. I know. <laughs> it makes me so sad. Yeah. So she was hoping that if her mom had a bunch of new clothes to look forward to wearing, that it would push her to recover quicker. Mm. That's so cute. I know. It's so sad. Yeah, that's really sad. That's really, really, really sad. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, obviously, that sadly did not happen. Mm -hmm. And on January 26th, 1930, Tilly passed away at the age of 56. Oh, my God. She was only 56? Yeah, but back in the 20s, I feel like 56 was more like 85. (laughs) I guess, but. Yeah, she's not that old. 56? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I really love. That. I know. That's not old at all say my dad's 56. <laughs> uh, it <is> me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, God. What, what happened to her dad? What? So, John was there, her dad. Yes, John? John is actually the one that told me that her mom was about to die. Oh! She was right in the middle of her performance when he called and told oh. her. Oh shitty titty yeah so as soon as she was done with the show she ran out of there to be with Tilly of course May's whole world shattered when her mom passed and she cried literally all day every day and even thought about quitting the theater and writing altogether. wow yeah I mean she lost her soulmate she did and it kind of is true what Tilly said how like if she told her that she was terminal yeah. she would have given up on her career because she's thinking about it now yeah and I can kind of see where she was coming from because at the end of the day, May's career has a chance to grow still, whereas yeah. she's gonna die. Like, it's, there's no stopping it. It's gonna happen. Oh, my soul. Yeah. It's so sad. It's sad that we have to die. Mm-hmm. Very. But Tilly was her biggest supporter, and she felt like without her, doing everything that she was doing was just pointless Mm -hmm. but she also knew that her mom would be crushed if she threw away everything that she worked hard for Mm -hmm. so she put on her big girl panties Mm -hmm. and she tried throwing herself back into her work to distract herself from all the pain that she was in yeah she started writing books at this time not quite ready to get back on stage Mm -hmm. and at the end of 1930 Mae published her first book through the macaulay company okay titled babe gordon Cool. cool Now you can look it up and it's called The Constant Sinner. The Constant Sinner. Sounds yeah. dirty. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was. <laughs> I'm trying to. Sexual 30s? <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. It's I'm crazy. trying to remember. I'm not surprised, May. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, the, the book, Babe Gordon. Uh huh. It's now called The Constant Center, but it's called The Constant Center because um, she had transitioned the book into a play the next year and named it The Constant Center. Okay. And in 1932, she changed her play Diamond Lil into a novel and published that. Oh, wow. Yeah, so she's a busy gal. Yeah, I'd say. I mean, writing is no small task. A no. book? A novel? Damn. But that's all she did. She loved to read and she loved to write. That's cool. Which is funny because she didn't go to fucking school for it. She taught herself. Trapped out in third grade, Linda. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Bet you she could spell better than me. I bet May could spell pterodactyl. <laughs> I can't. Oh, shit. I can't spell anything. No, there's like a P in there. There's a P in pterodactyl? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. I'm pretty sure it's pterodactyl like. Pterodactyl? Sp- I'm pretty T-E? sure it starts with a P. No. Look it up. I'm pretty sure it does. There's like a P in there. Get the. I'm not lying. <laughs> cool. I know there's a super secret H in ophthalmologist. Yeah, but that I can I can see that. But not in pterodactyl. Let me see pterodactyl. Get out of here. Right? I told you there's a P in there. Oh my god. P-T-E-R-O-D-A-C-T-Y-L. Mm-hmm. See now, why did they have to add the p? It's not even necessary. It's Peridact- a silent P. Parrot. I'd be like petroductum, <laughs> petroductum, Pe- petro, petro, perirectum. Mm-hmm. Get out of here. Yep. English is so confusing. That's why no one likes it. <laughs> it's so confusing. It is. So during the same time period that May was writing books, silent films had just turned into this brand new thing called talkies aka movies (laughs) were they silent right no so talkies had oh obviously oh duh i had the sound yeah so with all the issues that she had with the county centers Mm -hmm. she started leaning more towards wanting to work in films Hmm. and as the universe would have it a little company called paramount pictures was going bankrupt oh and they needed to bring someone in to be their money maker May was the gal. Hey. So in 1932, they asked May to sign a long-term contract with them. How long, 20 years? 30, 40, 50? It didn't specify on uh-huh. how long-term. Uh-huh. But at this time, movie studios basically, like, bought actors and actresses yeah. to work for them. And then they would loan them out to people that wanted them for, you know, different oh. movies to different companies. They were little working whores. Yeah, pretty much. Wow. They were, like... They were pimps. Mm-hmm. They were pimps. That's oh, exactly what right it was. Day. Yeah. All right. That's... That's terrible, but okay, let's go with it. So, May was not into being owned in any really? way. And she was so popular that they couldn't say no mm-hmm. to her. So, she got them to agree to doing a short term contract. Oh, go May. Mm-hmm. Smart girl. They even moved May out to Hollywood and put her up in an apartment close to the studio. All right, May. I want someone to move me out of somewhere. <laughs> Help a bitch out. I can fix your furniture. Um, <laughs> We're skilled people. Keep this in mind. I know. <laughs> and I read that they also gave her $5,000 a week <gasps> as pay. But I don't know how legit that is. Wow. She better get it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was like. Five thousand dollars, like Damn, that's twenty thousand dollars a month. Yeah, I mean back in them them days, it was probably like a hundred thousand dollars. I mean, wow, good for her. Mm-hmm. Good I wish. A. So, Born when in she, the high life in Hollywood. Oh yeah, she was living it. Go girl. Mm-hmm. Bad bitch, may Big dick energy. Yeah. Woo woo. Wow, yeah. That's awesome. I know. I wish. Just seeing this, I was like, I want a five thousand dollar a week check, just regular five thousand dollars i'm fine with that it doesn't even have to right. be the, i, up I wish i did not give a fuck about anybody else but myself i know i could relentlessly follow my dreams because mm-hmm. i then too can possibly make more than five thousand dollars a week i don't I know. fucking know. I don't, know I don't know i feel like i could do that now i mean maybe we can do foot porn lady love you know, I wouldn't be opposed to that. <laughs> I so would not be opposed. to that. Yeah, like I'd love. be totally cool with doing some like weird foot porn stuff. Like, right? I'd stick my toes in yogurt, whatever. Right. What do you want to see? What do you want? What do you want me to do? Get some mustard? Sure. <laughs> no, squeeze it. Yeah. Ask, <laughs> squish your toes feet. around. Yeah. Listen, mm-hmm. nothing. A little soap was- and water can't help. <laughs> exactly. Much. I'm not against it. <laughs> I'm fine with it. Wouldn't be the worst thing I've done. Mm mm. Not at all. And I get paid. We should look into that. I know. I, hey, you know, we might make more money off that than our Patreon. I know. <laughs> Sadly. So join our OnlyFans at toesforyou.com. No. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, could you imagine? Oh, I would totally do that. Some of those crazy shit I see on my Facebook of these only girls pages, I'm like. Oh. Really? Yeah. I don't I don't want to see. Lay I don't want to see. You don't want to see. It's oh, crazy. Oh, I want to know. So, oh, Lordy. Let's, let's get back to me. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> God, we keep going off fucking track. I know. We're not good at this. So she got there and they promised that she'd start working soon and that the script was written, but it was just, you know, getting polished up. Okay. After a while, she realized that the script was not finished yet. Paramount just wanted to make sure that no other company would get her before they did, oh. so they lied to her to get her to sign. That's fucked up. Oh yeah, Mae was pissed, I and bet. she threatened to go back to New York. She's like, "Fuck your money. Yeah, I don't care." Yeah, they didn't want that, so she told them the only way that she would stay is if she got to fix the script herself. And they said okay, but she was only allowed to change her part. Okay, <laughs> these bitches disrespect to her anyway. Because she was given the rough draft of the script, and they gave her a very small part. (gasps) Oh, no. And they locked her up. I mean, she was smart and got a short-term contract, but that's so fucked up. Yeah, that is very fucked up. So she rewrote her lines so she was as memorable as possible. Good for her. This script was her very first time in a film. Okay. And it was titled Night After Night. Her character in this film was Monty Triplett. And she was the girlfriend of a gangster. Oh. Played by George Raft. Okay. May, of course, changed her look so that she was as glamorous as she was in real life. Mm Mm-hmm. Her first scene, she walks into a nightclub with her sexy strut, dressed to impress and covered in jewels. And she hands her fur-lined jacket to the coat check girl. The girl says, goodness, what beautiful diamonds. And May responds, goodness has nothing to do with it, dearie. Oh, wow. And this is, to this day, one of May's most iconic roles. Night after night, you said it was? Yeah, I was actually about to show you this, because there's a video on YouTube of the part that I am discussing. So. Man, I can't get over the hooters. <laughs> what knockers? <laughs> I has got some huge hooters. Oh, yeah. Katelyn, love. Hit me. Well, you, you know my father's very strict, and he do not let me see boys after 9 o'clock. Oh, no, I'm kidding. Now, uh, why don't you guys be looking home to your wives? Is that? The fairy princess, your mother. Be oh. <laughs> Well, he's pretty busy right now. i uh, to see don't him you right here and I'll go upstairs and I'll, see you, well, I'll be right up after you. Oh, honey, how's business. That's funny. I love how sassy she is. I love her voice. She does have a deep voice. She does, and yeah. she's very like I don't know. Yeah. Mob wives E. Yeah? <laughs> Very carefree looking, you know? I love it. Yeah. Go May. Well, like I said, to this day, that's one of her most iconic roles. When the movie premiered in 1932, audiences loved May's performance so much, Paramount offered her a longer contract and offered to turn her play Diamond Lil into a movie Mm. that she would star in. So, most definitely a sweet deal, May decided that it wasn't sweet enough. Oh. She wanted to control the costume design, write the script, And get paid a fat check. How fat we talking? This shit is fucking hilarious, love. So Adolf Zukor, head of Paramount, and also the guy who fucking tricked her into signing her contract, Uh he agreed to give her control of the things that she wanted, so the script and the the costume design. Uh When he asked her how much money she wanted, she asked him what his yearly salary was, and when he told her... She said she wanted a dollar more than that. Uh 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 Uh-huh. And he agreed. Oh, no, he's (gasps) not That's awesome. Can you imagine that? I'm going to make your yearly salary plus a (laughs) dollar in one movie. That's what I want. That's what we want. That's what I want. (laughs) Your salary plus a dollar. Give it to me. So did they make it into a, I can't see it. Did they make it into a little film? Oh, they did. So the, the name of the movie ends up being She Done Him Wrong. It's oh, not actually Diamond Lil. Yeah. Okay, I see that one. So this deal was revolutionary for the time. Mm-hmm. She was the first actress to have so much control over a movie and the first ever to get paid so much. Wow. Her pissing match with Adolf also shattered everyone's perception of gender stereotypes and mm-hmm. a woman's independence. Mm-hmm. So while writing the script for Diamond Lil, mm-hmm. the movie adaptation was She Done Him Wrong, She was struggling to find someone to play her male lead. She had a very specific idea in mind when she accidentally happened upon the most gorgeous man she'd ever laid eyes on. Oh, who was he? Well, he was walking in the Paramount lot, and he was a man named Cary Grant. Oh. Who was 11 years younger than her. Younger? Wow. Mm -hmm. Well, she's like 36 or 35 at this time. Cary Grant is supposed to be like a... Hollywood superstar, right? Yeah. time Hollywood superstar. Mm-hmm. And she's the one that gave him his start because he was not a very seasoned actor at the time. No and sure. he had only played in a few short roles. But she said that he was perfect. So she cast him anyway, even though he didn't have the experience. Wow. So She Done Him Wrong premiered in February 1933 and was a complete success. Her budget for the film was $200,000 and it made $2.2 2 million at the box office. Holy shit. That's the equivalent of about forty-five million dollars in today's money. That's crazy. That's like that's like some home alone shit. <laughs> <laughs> so this movie saved Paramount from going under, and four months after its release, Paramount Pictures was completely back in business. Wow. Good for her. hmm May and Carrie Grant both became huge Hollywood stars and were so in demand they both started in another movie together later that same year. May also wrote this movie, and it was called I'm No Angel. i seen that. I see that one here. Mm-hmm. She's really pretty, but these eyebrows? It was that time, I think. They all, like, shave them bitches off and draw them on. So they are purposely drawn on. Yes. This is not hair. No, this... Apparently, that cycle of no eyebrows to having eyebrows is, like, a very common theme in our time. Really? I mean... Would you shit? I would never do that. Oh, fuck no. I re- I definitely have some thin eyebrows, but they always had hair, like... Right. I I'm like flicking through picture and picture and picture and I'm like, do they change? Is there more hair? There's less hair. It's a different shape. She's older. She's younger. Wait, it's a line. It's a it's a little arch. It's not so arch. It's kind of a loop. It's going this way. It's going that way. I feel like there's like a thirty year rotation of that shit. Cause so I remember like, what was it? This what is was in the concern for my eyebrows. Well, your eyebrows are perfect. I'm, perfect. I'm just saying, they love. I look at your <laughs> eyebrows and I am jelly all the time your eyebrows are quite perfect <laughs> i do my own they love i don't even know how i manage but i know that even though she's pretty yeah, yeah. those eyebrows are a little crazy at least she doesn't look like an angry bird <laughs> <laughs> you're right i mean i guess i guess this is her age yeah look at those eyebrows yeah you can tell she's going with the times but they're definitely but so guess dry. what They probably never grew back, lady (laughs) love. Oh, no. Once you fuck up your eyebrows, it's a wrap. That's what I thought. Like, once you shave them, Mm -hmm. they never grow back the same. It's like shaving your... No, they grow back. It's just they grow back fucked up. Like, I had this one friend in high school, Jessica. I'll never forget it. Now she has eyebrows. But when we were in high school... She was definitely the goth girl that, like, shaved her eyebrows. And she would talk to me all the time in senior year about how much she regretted it. Because she was really? like, it took her, like, a year for her to grow them back or something. No so fucking way. I would be so pissed. I would be so pissed. I'd be like, it wasn't worth it. No, Jesus, no. <laughs> no Why? Right? Like, she's so pretty. But the eyebrows just kill me. Like, I'm sorry. But it's, it's just disturbing me. Like, oh. <laughs> at least. <laughs> hey, at least she drew them on. Mostly, even when I was in grade school, I had a principal that drew on her eyebrows, and this bitch looked like an angry bird all the time. Oh, no. Like them shins were all pointy. She had like the hook at the end. <laughs> no, she looked that's like a the super wrong villain. Way to do it. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry, me. Sorry, me. So, her character in I'm No Angel was a lion tamer who sues her ex fiance for breaking off their engagement. Oh, can you do that? Apparently, in this movie. You but I don't watch. Think out. No. I know. <laughs> that'd be funny. I'm taking you to court. Because you broke my heart. <laughs> you bastard. I'll see you in front of the judge. And I like, don't want a diamond this time. Right. <laughs> like what's gonna happen? <laughs> you could sue somebody for that? I guess so. I... <laughs> oof that'd be harsh. I know. I'd be kinda mad, but I could see it. I could see that on Judge Judy too. I can totally see that, too. Sharon is suing her husband... Sharon is suing her ex-fiance, Victor, for breaking off the engagement after going to a strip club and getting some dome. Oh, no. That's just wrong with a dirty stripper. (laughs) (laughs) Dun-dun. Boo. I'd boo boo Victor. I would definitely boo Victor. Right? Like That's just wooed. Right? Okay, sorry. Back to me. So... Fun fact, though, there's a scene in this movie when Mae's character has to go into a cage with a lion, and she refused to have a stunt double, so she actually walked into a cage with a whip in her hand. Badass. That is badass. Cause I would been like, no, it's fine. You can you can go in there. I don't, I don't want to. <laughs> you stay there. <laughs> this film was also a hit, especially with women who loved watching a strong, independent woman, mm. and they also loved Cary Grant as I Candy. I'm sure they did. He was handsome. He was, he was handsome. handsome. He had like the tall, dark handsome yeah, with the jawline. Was good. So after this movie, the censors were back to being up May's asshole because in July 1934, the Production Code Administration was started, which is basically the censorship committee, but for movies. Okay. There were censors who, under the Hays Code, forced movie production companies to send their scripts to be reviewed and would mark all of the immoral and obscene lines and scenes that needed to be changed before they were allowed to actually start filming. Mm-hmm. They were especially hard on Mae just because of who she was. They'd even censor her for things that other actors and actresses could do. <laughs> Everybody could do it but you, May. Yeah. You? You can't. <laughs> no, May. You can't fucking stand there all sassily. but it's okay if Sinead O'Connor does it. I don't know. I don't even know who's back then. Really back then, but miscellaneous nineteen twenties actor. Insert here. Yes. Boop. <laughs> exactly. By the age of forty-one, Mae was the highest-paid actress in America. Nice. The only person in the U.S. making more money than her was William Randolph Hearst. That sounds familiar. Yeah, I didn't look it up, but I'm sure he's someone important that I probably should know about. Mm -hmm. William Randolph Hearst, huh? I'm sure anybody that listens to this is probably like these two never paid attention in history. No, we did not. Don't judge me, okay? (laughs) I don't need history for medicine. I need math. And even then the computer does it, so suck it. I know. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) I know some math. May was also a shrewd real estate investor on the side. Really? Really? One time, she actually made a $16,000 investment turn into a $5 million profit. So, for not going to school, Mae was pretty fucking smart. Yeah, she was. Man, she dropped out in the third grade. Who feels like a dummy now? I know, exactly. I'm the dummy. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the dummy. I stayed in school all this time for what? Right. Her success, and especially being a woman, made the censors hate her even more, and they did everything they possibly could to destroy her. William Randolph Hearst Sr. was an American businessman, newspaper publisher, and politician known for developing the nation's largest newspaper chain and media company, Hearst Communications. Oh, so I don't know because I don't like politics and I don't read the paper. I wonder why I've heard that name before. Anyways, back to me. I'm sure it was in history when we were supposed to paying attention. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the censors were doing everything they could to try to destroy her career. Her next movie, the first done after the censorship laws had been implemented, mm-hmm. was originally titled It Ain't No Sin. Hmm. It was nitpicked to the max. Damn. Mae was forced to change everything about it, including the title, which was changed to Belle of the 90s. That's so much less fun. Belle of the 90s. What is that even supposed to mean in the 20s? I'm guessing Belle meant like a girl. So girl of the 90s. Oh. Okay. There was probably set in the 1890s, I would think. Oh. Either way, not fun. It Ain't No Sin would have been something I picked up. Yeah, for sure. The movie was a hot mess, and once the film was approved, the censors decided that May's movie was still too immoral. Oh. <laughs> so during the editing process, the censors forced Paramount to shoot a new ending to the movie, where the immoral woman learns her lesson. Wow. That's fucked up. Yeah. Because her... Sexual ways are just so tailable. Too much. Too much for people to handle. People are crybabies. They are. So Paramount changed the ending to where May's character got married. Okay. Everyone working on it hated it, and it made no sense at all to the plot or to May as an actress because she spent her entire career being someone who was against marriage in real life and in film. Or so they thought. Because, mm-hmm. you know, Frank's never allowed to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Who's he Frank? He better not. I know. Better keep quiet, Frank. I was going to say, what is it? <laughs> Backside of the hand, control. Uh-huh. Front side slap, abuse. <laughs> yeah, but uh, he was getting whichever the abuse part was. I know, uh, open hand <laughs> slap. <laughs> Shop, Frank. Yeah, got something here for you, Frank. <laughs> Well, in 1935, only a month before her new film was released, good old Frank finally spilled the tea. Aw, who he told? He sold their dark secret because he was broke. (gasps) Oh, shit, really? And told the press, yeah. Oh, no, Frank, you son of a bitch. Mm -hmm. He told them that he and May had been legally married for the past 25 years. Damn, dude, you're gonna sell me out like that? Just use my name for money? I mean... I guess Frank was really both. Frank was a little bitch. <laughs> he really was, but you know. That's fucked up. After 25 years, now you're going to spill the tea. I mean, look at how people treat other people after 10 years, lady love. That's true. That's very true. You know what I mean? But you know, they miss you too. Oh, pfft. <laughs> <laughs> Yet they can buy houses. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it's cool, though. It's cool. You do you with your new house, boo. Mm-hmm. In your new family? I is yes. a guess. I mm. mm. guess. <laughs> I'm just hearing crickets in the background. <laughs> so her first reaction, of course, was to deny, 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 and uh-huh. said that it was probably a different May West. Wow. She hit him with a, it wasn't me.
1: So oh, she no, it was.
0: Counter. But it's it me. wasn't me not this may was possibly somebody else but not me well of course the media found the marriage certificate Damn. that proved that it was in fact her she tried to explain it away as a childish mistake but the persona that she spent so long perfecting was shattered in her audience's eyes i'm not mad at her though because yeah that fucking sucks i'm gonna say i stayed married for how long i mean i just got divorced And me and Devin were already living together. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, but back then. Yeah. I feel like she should have just fucking gotten the divorce and called it a day. Because then he could have just went away. She wasn't that big yet. But he waited until she was like in Hollywood to be like, I knew that. I took Mm -hmm. her virginity. Mm Mm-hmm. So the combination of the marriage and her movie, it just, everything was not good. Yeah. (laughs) Because the censorship had sabotaged her entire movie, so it sucked instead of being her good old-fashioned, awesome, everybody-loves-them movies. Mm -hmm. And it was starting to put a dim on her spotlight. So scrambling to do damage control, 42-year-old Mae tried to switch it up and show audiences that she could be wholesome. Wholesome. Very wholesome. So in her next film, called Klondike Annie... Which I'm like, what the fuck does that make sense? Klondike Annie? I read that when I was going through her movies and I was like, maybe that doesn't say Klondike. Like I was like scrolling through it, but I'm glad you I'm glad you brought it up. What would you do for a Klondike bar? <laughs> right. Do, do. Like, that's all I think of. I know. But it's a movie. <laughs> so what would you do for a chocolate covered Annie? Um <laughs> depends on any taste I guess I don't know I, I don't know anyways yeah 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 so Mae played a woman who finds religion and ends up becoming a missionary in the Klondike movie yeah oh that is not where I thought that was gonna go okay I know I was like what is happening huh I mean she is trying to show that she's wholesome yeah but what's the point you already spent years talking about how you like to dick just <laughs> run with it yeah, now you know they love Mae she too. you know she done been dropping that thing for a long time. Oh, Lady no. She's not done dropping that thing. I promise you. Ooh. But still, she's fucking tired of being censored. I'm sure she's trying to change her shit up. And well, just it, be like, you know, just be. No, she was just trying to. She she's thought wholesome. that this would, like, make people see that she's. Wholesome. Yeah. It, it didn't work. Okay. It wasn't good for it. No, everyone hated it. Damn! They wanted the bad girl May with men falling at her feet. Bring the titties out. And everything oh, daddy. you better get the best for me. Bring out the titties. Right. Bring out the one liners. Yeah. So she hit her peak with Paramount, making two more movies: one called Go West, Young Man in 1936, and one called. Every Day is a Holiday in 1938. That sounds like fun. Yeah. She played a character named Peaches, who uses her feminine wiles to sell a, the Brooklyn Bridge to a gullible man. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she sells the, bridge, the Brooklyn Bridge, I guess, to a guy. Good for her. I didn't know that was a girl's to sell, but more power to me. Pussy power, lady love. Pussy Pussy power. Do anything with it, busting open on that ass, get a bridge. Listen, after these films were released, though, Paramount Pictures decided not to renew her contract. She's smart, though. Well, no, it was Paramount that said not to renew her contract, oh, oh. yeah. But I wonder why because they couldn't deal with the sass. No, it was just because she wasn't as popular as she was. Like, they wanted her because she was, like, on top, but now that the scandal was happening, she was kind of starting to... She's on the decline in the career. Yeah, so they were like, I know you helped me get out of bankruptcy, but... Bye. Bye, Felicia. Damn, that's how you do it, homie. Well, never out of a job for long, in 1940, Universal Studios asked May, who was now 47, to star in a movie titled My Little Chickadee, Uh with W.C. Fields as her male counterpart. His movie names are just mind blowing. I know they're so like twisting. Who picks them? I don't know. Because at first when I read it, I was like, "My little chickpea, what the fuck is she talking about?" The Klondike, one, go west, young man, or whatever. It yeah, was. something. Like, Bell of the nineties. What? The, yeah, what the fuck is that about? Like, that's just stupid. I don't know. All right. Anyways, well, she hoped that this film would help breathe a little more life back into her career. Yeah. So she agreed. The film did do well monetarily speaking, but May struggled in her role as Flowerbell Lee. What else huh. with all these names? Every time it's like the what are, where are we at the forties, thirties? Yeah, it's the thirties, Lady Love. Well, now it's nineteen forty. That's it's yeah. the forties, Lady Love. I guess I don't know, whatever. So she struggled in her role as Flowerbell Lee, who was a woman with a terrible reputation. Who decided to enter into a fake marriage to become respectable and runs off on the night of the wedding? Oh shit! Leaving a tied-up goat in the bed as her replacement. A tied-up goat. Yeah, you supposed like to fuck the goat. I guess I don't know what the fuck did the goat do to you though. That's mad rude. It's supposed to sacrifice the goat. I know. That's light like candles. Pretty, pretty strange. <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty straight yeah <laughs> like you're gonna leave a goat damn what the poor goat do to you that you're gonna leave it tied down to a bed that's, that's fucking saying. torturous and you're gonna wrestle down a goat <laughs> <laughs> how did she get the goat in the bed is what i want to know was it like a baby goat <laughs> right you hold him down and then tie him bah, right like- oh my god that's Oh, she probably stuck an this apple in its up. mouth oh don't say that lady love that's so cruel well how is she going to keep it quiet because it's going to baa I mean I'm sure she was alone or did she like drug the goat and then like it was sleeping And just... oh I would, I would hope that's a lot but then that's a lot of dead weight you know what I mean I'm impressed that Mae's getting a goat in the bed I <laughs> period I just want to know why a goat I don't know maybe they thought it would be funny but that's not fucking funny. You're supposed to get married, you go look for your wife that's late for your wedding and you find a goat tied to the bed? Wouldn't you think some fucking weird satanic shit was going down if you're it's your wedding day and you go look for your wife and you find a fucking goat that may or may not be drugged with our current theories tied down to a fucking bed going bah I ah, guess it like can't cope with its life or something. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm sure she had to have left a note, kind of like in Runaway Bride or something, where she's like, sorry, I I can't do this. Bye. Like, I'm good? Yeah. Like, sorry, are we good? Here's this goat in exchange. Yeah, the fuck's the goat about? I don't know. Maybe you can make some goat cheese. I hear that's delicious. Goat cheese? I think it's like feta, but a little different. Yeah, they sell, have you never had like goat cheese? Uh, It comes on salad sometimes. (laughs) Uh, Ooh, cow tongue. That's just gross. Can't say I wouldn't try it. (laughs) Oh, I would not. Dev, when we were in Oklahoma, we went to, like, a food truck. Mm -hmm. He's out here asking these people for some lingua for his burrito. I was like, you want to eat a tongue? God, it's so gross. I'm like, that's not the first thing on my mind whenever I fucking go to eat a burrito. I'm so glad it's a bottomless put. He ate so much of that food that day because my stomach couldn't handle it. But the food was so good. But it was so... Much food. Yeah. It was so good though. But the cow tongue it was interesting. No. As soon as as soon as you said you were about to try tongue, I was like, I don't like tongue, so I know she not gonna like tongue. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> and of course Devin thinks it's delicious. Of so course. <laughs> yeah. Because they're just whatever. Besties. Kindred spirit. I know, kindred souls. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> hilarious. So she struggled with this because she was almost 50 years old. Oh. And by Hollywood standards, she was old. She, she was getting up there. Her mama died when she was uh, 56. So, you know. That's, mm-hmm. I'm sure that was looming over her. Yeah. She just kind of felt out of place still playing a vixen because she was pretty much playing the same role her entire career. Yeah. You can't really play a vixen at 50. Well, she, I mean, not unless you're J-Lo, but fucker at the same time. I know. I want to be able to afford Botox so I live young forever. No, don't worry. They love, she claims she don't do the Botoxy. Whatever. Next time <laughs> we watch her in whatever TV show she's in, if her eyebrows don't move once, she's a liar. You don't believe it? Botox paralyzes the muscles. So if her, her eyebrows ain't moving while she's tugging, she's a liar. <laughs> I can't wait to see her in something. Oh, I need to see this because. Mm. But I'm sure they like blur out the video so you can't see how like, I know. Everything's perfect on TV now. That's what I'm saying. I can Instagram myself and make me look pretty tight. And she's doing it and she's rich. Yeah. They had all those fine lines and wrinkles. Yeah, that's true. But even though she felt like a little out of place being a vixen, she also refused to play a mom or a grandma because she was not about that life. I mean, and she never was one either. I don't think she probably could. Mm Mm-mm. So Frank ended up using May's misfortune to get his own 15 minutes of fame. Wow. <laughs> he started touring the country with a nightclub act, calling himself, quote, Mae West's husband. And then he filed for divorce in 1942 and wanted alimony money. What a bitch. That's what I'm saying. She left your ass like three months after the marriage and you want alimony. Wow. Did she give it to him? Yeah. She ended up settling with Frank in an undisclosed financial agreement. Hmm. So it didn't say how much she gave him or anything. but. Wow. Frank's a little bitch. Yeah, he is. Frank. Frank. Friend. What are you doing? I ain't going to ride off her coattails. That's just rude. I mean, when we the first time, they love when we the first. Mm Mm-hmm. So, May decided to give one more movie a try in 1943 Mm -hmm. called The Heat's On. But when it didn't do well, she decided to stop beating the dead horse Mm -hmm. and go back to doing plays for a while. Okay. So, from 1944 to 1951. She was doing some plays. Okay. But then she switched it up again and decided to give Vegas a try. Ooh, you became a showgirl. Well, now in her 60s. Wow. May spiced up her resume with a nightclub act called May West and her Adonises. Wow. <laughs> she was still telling jokes and using her classic sexual innuendos, but she did so while surrounded by oiled up bodybuilders. That's hilarious and <laughs> awesome. So the bodybuilders were in loincloths, Mm -hmm. and by her account, they fought over her constantly. Uh uh She had seen plenty of shows with men surrounded by beautiful half-naked women, Mm -hmm. so she wanted to do the same, but with men as her eye candy. Hmm. One of those men was bodybuilder Paul Novak, Mm -hmm. and Paul actually did fight someone over May. One of his bodybuilding co-workers at a press conference he apparently said something terrible about May, and Paul responded by punching him in the face and then beating him until he was on the ground and someone called the ambulance. Damn! No shit. Talk about fighting for their honor. Yeah. Well, not too long after this, 61-year-old May and Paul became romantically involved. Aww. Can you guess how old Paul was? 11 years younger? No. 12 years younger no 18 no 20 no 30 35 no she's 30 30 yeah so he was 31 oh shit yeah he was 31 and she was 61 so that's 30 years wow yeah. he was okay talk about robbing the cradle hey what about it do her that's like robbing a time machine uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> most certainly is okay Paul was completely infatuated with her and felt his life's purpose was to take care of her. Okay, Paul. He always stayed by her side, but never tried to take any of her fame or piggyback off of her limelight. Mm-hmm. And she loved him for it. So they lived together as a couple for 26 years at her home in Santa Monica. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's nice. She got a nice, you know, not like Frank fucking Mooch. Yeah, no. Frank's a little bitch. Yeah. Alimony after being married for three months and being like, "Yo, this didn't happen, okay? Mm-hmm. We'll see you later. Be cool, be cool." I picture maybe in like you remember that one movie where it's like the little girl and her dad, and she gets on stage and she's like, "Whatever, this is for you," and she's like, "I don't fuck with you." Oh, I love that movie. <laughs> I can't. <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't remember the movie, but I know which one you're talking about. He didn't think she was going to pull out this song. She pulls out, like, the Big Sean song. Yeah. and starts fucking swearing at the little Philly girl. stupid-ass bitch and yeah. <laughs> Oh, I wish I could remember that movie. Oh, she I just... have no idea. I feel like it's one of those weird movies where it's, like, iced tea and someone else, and they're, like, probably no. in a school or something. Oh, maybe? It's the dude with, like, the really high-pitched voice from it's always sunny in philadelphia Philadelphia, yeah yeah. i can't remember what it's called i know it's like after school times out something like that yeah something like that oh yeah but yeah it's not ice tea it's ice cube oh is it yeah that's what it is close enough i'm pretty sure it's ice cube okay anyways but either way that's how i picture may being every time frank comes nearer (laughs) i can see that too well although happily entangled in paul may wasn't one for not working So in 1970, at the age of 77, May co-starred in a movie, Myra Breckenridge, and it ended up becoming a cult classic. Mm. She, of course, played her sassy self with co-stars Tom Selleck and Farrah Fawcett. Cool. And those are two names I actually knew. Yep. Same here. (laughs) Prior to the movie, May wrote and published her autobiography in 1959 titled, Goodness Had Nothing to Do With It. (laughs) <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> and in the 1960s she recorded a holiday album called Wild Christmas and she also recorded an album called Way Out West which was an album of Bob Dylan and Beatles covers that's pretty cool she was dabbling in everything Myra Breckenridge gave me one last inspirational wind in her sails mm-hmm. and in 1977 or 78 it's like a little iffy on the research there because I found two different dates, mm-hmm. but she was either 84 or 85. Jesus. May, s- <laughs> Yeah, I know. May starred in Sextet, a film that was based on a play that she had written. She played a woman with six husbands, and some of her husbands were played by Timothy Dalton, mm-hmm. Tony Curtis, George Hamilton, mm-hmm. and Ringo Starr, hmm. all at least 30 years younger than she was. Wow. Six husbands. Mm-hmm. You know, I barely want one. am and she's got six. Well, in the movie, yeah. Whatever. I don't know how she chuckles that? <laughs> she does like one a day, and then Sundays Road are tapes. off days. Yeah. <laughs> so you give Mondays Monday. with Timmy, Tuesdays with Rango <laughs> <like> <laughs> Wednesdays with Timmy. Yeah, like. That's the only way you can make it fair, I guess. I, I mean, I feel like... That's a lot of your energy being given away to people. And I mean, at 85... If you got the energy... Go ring for it. And I mean, she never had kids, so that pussy had to stay tight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're right. You're right. I, uh, you're not wrong, you're not <laughs> man. Well, this was May's final jab at society's social norms. Mm-hmm. Showing that even at 85, she was still a sexual woman. Mm-hmm. Keep going. This was May's final movie. And two years later, on November twenty second, 1980, May passed away after having a stroke. <gasps> oh, no. Mm-hmm. That's sad. But, I mean, 80's pretty good. Yeah. Considering her mom died at 56, who knows when yeah. her dad died. That's what I'm saying. So, she was 87 years old when she died because she was born in 1893. Okay. 87? Mm-hmm. Shit. That's what I'm saying. Pretty good. I feel like I'd be all right. Yeah. 87's definitely not bad. No, not at all. That's pretty awesome. Good for her. Um, even though she played a bad girl, May never smoke or drank, and lived in her same modest home in L.A. for 50 years. Wow. I wonder what happened to all her stuff. Did she leave it to the blue? I would think so. I mean, they right. were together for 26 years. Wow. But um, when she was declining in health, she got very into the supernatural. Oh, shit. And believed that she could talk to a dead pet monkey that she once had. What the fuck, (laughs) man? Uh huh. And she also supposedly slept in makeup just in case she had to be rushed to the hospital so no one would see her without her. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Could you imagine being that concerned about how you look? That's so cute, though. Babe, babe, don't roll over on me. I'm sleeping in my eyelashes. I can't. No, don't pull them off. Yeah. (laughs) I can't. No cuddling tonight. I was going to say, baby, we can't cuddle anymore. Why? I got to sleep in my eyelashes on and my makeup done. Why? Just in case. (laughs) Just in case. Oh, fuck. More power to her. I mean, she She sounds sound like she had a kick-ass life, and that is great. She most definitely did. Like she was a woman. A woman. She was a a whole woman. Yeah, she was. Ow. And especially in this time frame, like a woman like her, that was not a thing. So to close out this episode, I decided to play this video that is pretty much just the best of May's sassy one-liners. Yeah So hit play in love. Well, when I'm good I'm very good. But when I'm bad, I'm better. <laughs> I see a man in your life. One, only one? <laughs> I changed my mind. Yeah, does it work any better? Well, I'm caught between two evils. i generally like to take the one I never tried. Now uh, take care of these men. Yes, give them all my address. I am delighted I have heard so much about you. Yeah, but you can't prove it. Haven't you ever met a man that can make you happy? Sure. Lots of times. <laughs> what kind of husband did you think I should get? Mm. Well, I should take a single man, leave the husbands alone. Oh, well, I can always tell a lady when I see one. Yeah, what do you to tell I had a lion once. Really? Was he mad? Well, he wasn't exactly pleased about it. <laughs> <was he? laughs> uh, you were wonderful tonight. I'm always wonderful at my <laughs> aren't you forgetting that you're married? I'm doing my best. What's a gonna resist the temptation? There'll always be more. I wish you'd forget your principles, Ruby. I must have you. Your golden hair, your fascinating eyes, alluring smile, and lovely arms, your form divine. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is this a proposal or you take an inventory? Mm -hmm. You certainly know the way to a man's heart. Mm -hmm. Funny, too, because I don't know how to cook. I'm sorry. (laughs) You think more of your diamonds than you do of your soul. I'm sorry. You think more of my soul than you do of my diamonds. Mm -hmm. Do I bother you if I look over your shoulder? No, do I bother you? I'll never forget you. No one ever does. (laughs) Well, it's better to be looked over than overlooked. Great town, St. Louis. You were born there? Yes. What for? Why, all of me. (laughs) What would you do, get your hair cut or have your ears moved down? (laughs) You know I've been mad about you from the first time I laid eyes on you. Well, you're my whole world. What do you want to do, drive me to a madhouse? Oh, I'll call you a taxi. <laughs> are you trying to show contempt for this court? No, I'm doing my best to hide. I wonder what kind of a woman you really are. Too bad, but I can't about samples. i will scrub sometimes, silly. <laughs> That's cool. She's so sassy, such a she sassy is. broad. is. She's very sexy mm-hmm. and sexy. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. She was very mm-hmm. sassy. Mm. Mm-hmm. All these one-liners. That's awesome. Good for her. So were you satisfied with our non-violent crime? That was a very palate cleansing episode. You know, you said you were going to go mild with the children and the children were, in fact, the exact opposite of (laughs) all of that. (laughs) I know. It was terrible, lady love. Terrible. They did awful things, but you did manage to find a non-violent crime. So I dig it. Thank you. I, I quite enjoyed it. I thought you would, especially because I feel like May was like the Marilyn before Marilyn. That was good. Yeah. 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 She was out there. I'm putting them tickle bitties. The <laughs> putting tickle them tickle bitties <laughs> on the map. Yeah. She didn't give a fuck and she did whatever made her happy. So, good for her. Mm-hmm. She didn't die at 36, so. Definitely not. Good for her. <laughs> and she didn't do drugs. Yeah. that Which is why. Yeah. Yeah. Marilyn could have been mad and or overdosed or whatever the theories are, but May made it. So, I mean, she died in the eighties, 1980. Mm-hmm. Go May. What does it say? She made it from 1893 to 1980. That's a decent, a lot of the That's time. That's a nice life. hmm That's a nice life. Well, I guess, um, if you like us, like us on our Facebook group at Wine, Wicked Crimes, and Cat Moms, Oh My. You can like us on our Instagram at Cat Moms, Oh My Podcast. Or if you tweet, follow us on Twitter at catmomsomipod. You can tell us what you think at our email address at catmoms2 at yahoo.com. Yahoo! <laughs> <laughs> or if you really, really, really like us, join us on our Patreon for early access to our episodes before they're released to the public at our $5.00. Five dollars <laughs> <laughs> Come on guys five dollars You can do it I spent twelve ninety nine on a plant today That's what I'm saying I spend... I, might, I might go spend another twelve ninety nine on a plant look at me mm-hmm I think you can do it come on if we start getting Patreons we could do a Patreon exclusive episode Yeah maybe we could do a foot episode I'm just kidding I know <laughs> <laughs> Follow us at our OnlyFans at for You at <laughs> <laughs> wicked cr- wicked toes. <laughs> wicked <laughs> True Crime toes Tales. <laughs> oh god, okay. I'm getting tired. I think that's it, late love. That's <laughs> it for this week's episode. I guess we'll see you next week. Good night. Goodbye. <laughs>